0: The headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studio. This is the Ramsey Show, where we help people win in their life, specifically with their money, their work, and their relationships. The phone number to jump in is 888 825 5225 888 825 5225. I'm Ken Coleman, I'm joined by my colleague. George Camel, they call us Ramsey personalities. That has nothing to do with our multiple personality disorders. It's just, it's also assuming we have a lot of personality. Yeah, you may not think we have any personality at all. George and I tend to think that we're quite uh, quite funny and pithy. We're better than watching time. paint dry. Th- that's, that's fair. That's the bar. That's fair. We've been known to be called the root beer float of the Ramsey show when you have the, uh, obviously, we have two of us hosting every day, any combination and uh it's uh, started to stick a little bit and so uh that means we have fun i will tell you this george and i are going to have fun we enjoy being around each if other nothing else uh we're going to have fun with you we're not going to yell at you scream at you we'll poke a little fun george is here to take your money questions he answers the questions honestly sometimes better than dave i'll just be honest I just said it. Wow. Yeah. Easy yeah. to say when the big guy's not here. yes yeah, exactly himself. right. He's not here. He's probably on the golf course, uh, but you're much nicer is all I'm saying there. And then I'm here. I'm the work guy. Uh, I hate the word expert, but I help you with work issues because your income is your greatest wealth building tool. So how many of you want to make more money? How many of you want to do it in a place where you're in valued? And so I'm the guy to help you with that. We work together on these calls. So we'll take your work calls, income related calls. Money calls, uh, relationship calls. Sure. George and I are both been married. George yeah. is about to be a dad. So That's now right. he's already ready to give You're parenting going on, advice. Are you hit 25 years? 25 years. Stacy and I celebrated 25 years. That's incredible. Yeah, it's very exciting. Very exciting. Congratulations. Uh Stacy has no judgment and tremendous patience. That's what that means. So she gets there. It. you go. All right. We've got uh let's get to the call, shall we? Danielle is joining us now in Syracuse, New York. Danielle, how can we help?
1: Just um, interested on your guys' thoughts of you know investments while you're young when you have the uh, extra cash to hope to have some more you know passive income in the future and kind of just interested if I'm making the right uh, route.
0: Nice. Tell us about this extra cash. Give us a snapshot.
1: Well, I guess I mean I'm a fairly uh, frugal spender, so I always spend less than what I have. But I, I mean, I have the debts of, you know, a mortgage and then an investment property mortgage, but really strong full-time job and my husband and trying to figure out, you know, we've purchased an additional, we're in the process of purchasing our second additional home and we've got, you know, some long-term renters, but I'm, you know, just with the way the market is these days, I'm wondering if it's, the rates are high. So people are, you know, maybe less apt to purchase a house and more apt to pay the rent, but Am I signing myself up for too much debt that I can't handle in, you know, fifteen years, or is it gonna you know, the extra six grand you get a year, is that really worth it?
2: Well, you're thinking through this the right way, and you've got a lot of wisdom coming at this. What's your household income?
1: Uh, about hundred and eighty.
2: Fantastic. Okay, and then how much debt do you guys have?
1: So and this is like including all the mortgages, correct? Yes. Okay, let's take a look here. So probably around uh twenty five in student loans, thousand, um, hundred and twenty in one of the houses, and then it'd be hundred and forty in the other house. Okay. And then twenty in a car, in one car payment in one car.
2: Okay. So far, you know, this idea of passive income sounds great. It's just like, oh man, I'm getting this cash flow every month. I don't have to work if I don't want to. But right now I feel stressed looking down at these numbers going, man, what a, what if we could have some peace in our life where we didn't owe anyone anything? That's some serious cash flow. Anything we do own that is producing cash is a hundred percent other than our expenses. And that's where I want to get you guys to. And what we lay out is called the baby steps. We tell you to pay off the consumer debt first, then attack the mortgages. So making 180 k if you just focused on just the consumer debt, the smallest debt first, you could knock that out really quickly, couldn't you? Yep. So within a few months, you could knock out the student loans, knock out the car payment, and then just have these mortgages to worry about, right? Can I ask a question? Sure.
1: When you look at like the interest rate of the student loans because we've refinanced, when you look at the interest rate of the car. Those are lower than what I'm paying for my house. Okay. So should I, so should I put them, that's where like I have the struggle. Like do I put the loans where I'm, I'm accruing more interest? Cause we make off, you know, we make probably three principal payments a year on every house. Try to pay it down. But how, you know, you say consumer first, but what about the interest?
2: We, regardless of the interest rate, we found that it's more about behavior than knowledge when it comes to personal finance. 80% behavior, 20% head knowledge. And right now, you're staring at this big pile of debt. You're trying to invest. You're trying to do 17 things at once, and you're not going to make progress. But when you focus on that small debt, it gets knocked out quick when you ignore the interest rate, because this isn't about math. This is about actually gaining the traction, feeling the momentum, and sticking with it. And so you're right, okay. on, on paper, you're going to go, huh, I don't understand it. And I could make more in the market, so why even pay this down? But when it comes to life, we don't think in numbers. We think in feelings and you sleep better at night when you don't owe anyone anything. So I would, if I'm in your shoes, just slow down. We'll get to real estate okay. investing, but right now we're not going to buy any more property. We're going to focus on the consumer debt. Let's focus on paying down the mortgages we do have. And then for the future properties, I would be paying cash. That sounds insane because you're going, that could be 10 years from now. Yes. And for those 10 years, you're going to be sleeping real good with no payments in your life. Understood. So that's that's the route. Okay. Uh, Ken, I don't know if you have any other thoughts on this idea of passive income. And it sounds like you may not love what you do for work right now. I don't know. There's a, Yeah, there could be a lot going on, on
0: there. I think I think just what you said is very helpful. And I'm always thinking of new listeners and viewers that are coming in and they're hearing this and i love what you said because if you make this about the numbers well I, this interest rate is lower here and what happens is you get caught in this strategy and you go wait a second i've got to i've got to pay over here to here here and there's no momentum if we understand the baby steps the way that dave set them up after years of counseling people it's the momentum piece and so that's why we don't say well pay the one with the highest interest rate it's about the behavior as you said but really what comes as a result of the baby steps for new people i want you to understand it's momentum and then momentum leads to lifestyle change Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah i I think people need to understand because it's like this is about you could go different ways and number strategy that's why we have people call up and try to argue with all the time we're not, look, it's about momentum, and we're saying no debt at all so that you have true peace. So when you look at it that way, it does change your perspective. So get out of the numbers.
2: One thing at a time. Focused intensity causes that momentum. Get out of debt first. Momentum. Then get an emergency fund. Then that's start right. investing. That's right. You can do all these things, but trying to do them all
0: at once is planning to fail. That's right. And you. And again, that's a great point. You're not getting as much momentum. Singular focus of each baby step leads to the best momentum as a result of the most results momentum is an attitude it's a spirit it's like okay i'm making progress i want to keep going and i develop a muscle for it so uh, there is a method to our madness folks and a lot of people think we're crazy mad and maybe we are but we have a whole lot more money and a whole lot more peace than you do so there this is the ramsey show or check the link in the show notes to create your free account today, every dollar. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. I'm joined by my colleague, George Camel. And we are here for you this hour. 888-825-5225 is the phone number. 888-825-5225. Taking your work questions and your money questions and uh, you know, whatever else you want to ask today. You know We'll see how it goes. 888 825 five two two five let's go to toronto canada oh adam you, what, you're excited about that i get excited about the canadian callers <laughs> it's always it's always a gamble <laughs> oh eh? okay let's see what happens here adam how can we help uh hi can you guys hear me we can hear you well sir
3: um i'm I actually didn't think i would get through today but uh, i'm glad uh i have a bit of a dilemma that i'm trying to get uh solved um So basically the situation here is uh, I'm trying to get married in December, right? And I want to save to get married, but I also have 48000 dollars worth of debt. So I was thinking, I don't know if I should put getting married on pause and focus on clearing this debt first, or if I should just keep saving to get married and then deal with it after. I I don't know. I'm kind of new to listening to you guys, so I don't know what advice you would give in that situation. I know you guys, say you know, get that tunnel vision and focus on paying off debt, but
0: I got to ask, do you actually think that putting your wedding on pause is possible? What's the other person think about that option? Have you cleared that?
3: I mean, I mean, she's, she's, she's okay with it. She's okay with it. You know, we're not trying to do anything too big. Okay. Um, so yeah. How much is the wedding going to cost? Uh, we're we're planning to keep this small, so it shouldn't be too much, but like, I want to save a certain amount because I'm thinking about like, you know, not just the wedding cost, but, uh getting an apartment, furnishing, place, all these other expenses that I'm thinking about. So what's the so number? Thinking, uh, the number that I have in mind is maybe like everything, total 40K. Okay. Just for the wedding? Not just for the wedding. Plus so all I that other maybe stuff. Maybe like 10 to get married and then getting us place. Well, rent furnishing. is going to be
2: an expense. Do you not have rent right now?
3: Uh, as of right now, I live at home, so my expenses are very low. That's another thing, too. Um, are you working full-time? Okay. Yeah, I'm working full-time. I just started working full-time as a truck driver, clearly making like about eighty four k a year. Awesome. Uh, so my expenses roughly aren't too crazy, um, so I'm able to save. Now, that's, a, that's another thing, too, because I know once I get married, my expenses are going to go up, so I don't know if I should just while I don't have too much expenses focus on like that. What hold on a second or, Adam.
0: How much is she is yeah. she going to work and how much will she make or how much does she make now?
3: Um as of right now she's not working. She's finishing up nursing school so it'll just be my income.
0: How long before she's out of nursing school?
3: Uh about a year.
2: Okay. Okay. So you will be the uh the sole income provider for a period of time even after you get married.
3: Yes. yes. Okay.
2: If I'm in your shoes, I'm not going to put life on hold. I'm going to get married. I'm going to do a wedding on a budget that I can afford, and that might mean we do a $20,000 wedding, and we have family pitch in and her family pitch in. Have you talked about who's paying for this?
3: Um, I mean, as of right now, I kind of put it in my head that I'd be paying for everything. How come? Um, you know, I kind of want to prepare financially that if it is just me that I'm ready. If I do get help, that would be great, but I kind of
2: want to just... Well, let's have the, the conversation. Let's get the families involved and say, hey, we want to have yeah. this wedding. Here's our budget. Are you guys able to contribute? Would you want to contribute? There's no pressure. But what's I, don't, the, I don't think taking uh, it on yourself is the move here.
0: Yeah, Adam, what's now In America, it is a tradition. It's certainly at least a first expectation. Correct me if I'm wrong, George. It's been a long time since I got married. But that the uh, the, the, the wife's family fits the bill for that. Is that the same in Canada, Adam?
3: Uh, I mean, <laughs> the thing is, I'm like, I'm I'm from Africa, you know, so it's kind of oh. a lot of a like, cultural, cultural thing. Is kind of the man and the man's family takes care of things, you know.
2: Well, have you so, talked to your parents about this? Yeah, but the thing is, I'm coming from a like low income single gotcha. mom, okay. mom household,
3: so that's fine. So they can't
2: contribute. Me. I would still have the conversation with her family. Mm-hmm. Because if this okay. is on you, then I'm going to do a bare bones. What? Maybe we do a courthouse situation and do a big party yes, later yeah. on. George,
0: I don't like that's, the twenty thousand dollar suggestion. No, you I'm made. just
2: trying to go. We need to find a compromise yeah. here. We can't spend forty grand mm-hmm. on a wedding. If this, okay? No, no, no. I
3: don't. I don't plan to. I don't plan
2: to. All right. Now, listen. <laughs> I I'm going think to throw most, this in here.
3: I'm also excited spend something small. Yeah. Like well, of five, of that's what you're saying. Rate. This
2: extra thirty grand is going to happen because of an apartment. I mean, an apartment. You need first month's deposit, last month's deposit, maybe some moving costs, and then
3: furnishing. We don't need car, to go crazy but,
0: with furniture right now.
3: Okay. Yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah, look, yeah. Sure
0: if it's is. me, I'm I'm a little bit more, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's old school. Ken is old school. You can say it. Okay. It so if, if the fiancé is willing to postpone the wedding, I'm not mm-hmm. saying that you put life on hold. I understand the advice, George. So I don't disagree with you, George, but my take is uh, I would be willing to push the wedding a little bit uh, yeah. to save money. And uh, I'd also be very willing to do a low-key wedding if she is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think that wedding prices have gotten out of control, and 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 mm-hmm. I don't mean to sound like the old fuddy-duddy, but I'm going to go with it. Okay. Well, it's become more about it's a cultural pressure. It's now. become more about reputation. Yeah, it's like yeah. I got to have a nice car, so I'm going to drag around a seven hundred fifty dollars car payment. I got to be look successful, so I'm going to go to school that I can't afford and get a degree I can't use. I don't know when we just don't at some point go, this is nonsense. And just as a dude, I'm going to put it out there. I remember we had a nice little wedding. It was lovely. It wasn't ridiculous. But I remember like how stressed out my wife was. And I remember the actual wedding day, George. And the ceremony was about 20 minutes long. And you get done and you walk down the aisle and everybody's smiling at you. And there's this moment where you're at the back of the church. And it's just you. Like the wedding planner hasn't even caught up to you. And I remember going, huh. That was, that was like a whole bunch of hullabaloo. A lot of fanfare. A lot of fanfare. We could have just done a private ceremony. I get it. It's about the family. But when we're trying to get financially in a place of of health, I don't know, George. I'd push the wedding a little bit. I'd scale way back. That's me.
2: Yeah. I mean, you make 84 grand, you live at home. I'm going to throw a few grand. I'm going to live on nothing and throw a few grand in a savings account every single month. And let's cash flow or a small thing, if that's what you guys want to do, have the conversation with the bigger family, see who's able to contribute, do the wedding based on that budget, and then attack the debt as soon as you're married.
3: Okay.
0: But that's you got to have a conversation. Adam, all this opinion, you've got to have a conversation with your fiance, the families. You've talked mm. more about this wedding with us than you have with the families, it I sounds like. I think that's
2: like. true. <laughs> that's a problem. We're just two random dudes. Yeah. Yeah. You're right, you're right. Uh, I have to sit down with them But don't discussion. take this on yourself as this burden of like, well, I'm the man, so I gotta take this yeah. on. Listen, yeah. they're gonna have it they're gonna have yeah. uh, opinions about who makes the invite
0: list and therefore they need to have some skin in the game too. I appreciate the yeah. the African culture, all the culture. I appreciate all of that. But man if the Canadian if the Canadian in laws would like to punch in some money, I would take it, pal. I would take it. You know? <laughs> Wouldn't you? Absolutely. Hey, it's a big expense.
3: Yeah, Yeah. Just so you know, the the debt is kind of like, because I've kind of been listening to you guys for a couple months now, and now that I'm really taking in how much debt I really have 48,000, it's really like. What kind of debt is it? I really. um, I have a list here. You want me to go through it?
2: How much? Yeah, just very quick categories.
3: Okay, okay, so 25,000 of it is a car note. Okay. Uh, uh, I'd say. $5,000 $5000 is one credit card. Another $5000 is the um uh Best Buy loan. 4000 of it is student loans. 3000 of it is my uh truck school loan. Uh 2500 is another credit card. Uh $1000 is uh like a personal someone that gave me a loan. Another 1000 is uh credit card.
2: Oof. Man, oh I would goodness. if I'm in your shoes personally, I might just sell the car if you want to pay for this wedding and be done with it. And get something cheaper. Yeah.
3: I know I've heard you guys recommend that uh, and it's kinda of something I've been thinking about. As it's well. not
2: out of control for your income. So if you want to pay it off yeah. aggressively and keep it, that's fine. But with where you're at and you're feeling the pinch right now, you can always get it yeah. a nice car later. Yeah. So that would be the other option you have on the table to at least clear some of
0: this debt fast. I'd do a picnic style wedding with solo cups. That's what I would do. You don't have to invite Ken. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not coming anyway. Toronto, Toronto sounds nice like weddings. Wedding. For- I don't want in December. That's going to be a brisk one, yeah. Ken. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to go to anybody's wedding. Anybody. I just uh, women love them. He's it's done with just, it. I'm done. Do it He's once. Too old. That's it. I don't want to do it. Hey, don't move. He's George Campbell. I'm Ken Coleman. This is the Ramsey Show. We'll be right back.
4: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey, it's Dr. John Deloney, and one of the most common questions I get is how to get something off your chest, a deep secret you've never told anyone, or maybe something that happened to you, something you've done that you're worried about because bringing it to light will disrupt your life, anything. I say this all the time, secrets will kill you, but it's hard to know where to start when it comes to talking about scary, dark things. Therapy can be a safe, effective place to get things off your chest, to learn how to say hard things out loud, and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I've personally been blessed to have a great therapist who helps me get those heavy things off my chest. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's flexible because it's online, so you can suit it to fit your schedule. Just fill out a short questionnaire, you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no extra cost. It's time to get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Deloney today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Deloney.
0: Welcome back, America. You have joined the conversation about your life, your money, your work, your relationships here on The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman, joined by George Camel. The phone number to jump in is 888-825-5225, 888 5225 Time for our question of the day brought to you by Neighborly, your hub for home services. If you're moving, you have a long list of to-dos, but Neighborly has local pros like Housemaster, 5-Star Painting and Junk King to check items off that list. Visit neighborly.com today to schedule home service experts near you.
2: Today's question comes from Julia in New Mexico. I've been hearing reports of the dollar potentially losing value, which would affect 401k investments, etc. Hearing recommendations on diversifying into gold and silver. I've heard in the past you do not recommend this based on past performance of the metals. Do you still recommend the 401k and stock market investments over the physical gold in this current economy? What say you, George? Yes. Short answer. Longer answer, yes. I'll add some flavor to it and Ken can chime in. I actually did a video about this on my YouTube channel. Oh, you did? And like the, I didn't know this existed. Nice like, plug, George. There's like gold trolls out there, Ken. Mm. They love to jump in the comments of these videos well, and be because, like, it's all
0: coming down. Because they know weak-minded folks like you will read them. That's right. Don't jump in the comments. Well, I tell you this all the time. I didn't respond to them. I okay. just say I saw them. Yeah, but see, that's garbage in. You see what I mean? Garbage out. Everybody, These people are not healthy.
2: Everybody deserves to be seen, known, and loved. Here, I disagree. Regardless. I disagree. They're trolling? Yeah. But yeah, the thing with gold is you can look at the past performance, and I compare it to that of the stock market, mm-hmm. and the returns are not great. Kind of abysmal. You would yeah. have been way better off investing in mutual funds in the stock market over a long period of time. Now, what this is actually getting at is the fear and paranoia that hey if it all comes crashing down gold will be our last you know symbol of hope I got news for you if it comes crashing
0: down (laughs) you're not going to want to trade my gold you're not walking around talking about how much gold you have haven't you seen one of those bad western movies I've seen I Am Legend right
2: you're going to be going hey does anyone have food water bullets fuel
0: yeah exactly
2: ammo that's the kind of stuff trade will actually actually so the idea that Every single company in America is going to go bankrupt because that's what you're saying. If you're saying the stock market's going to go to zero, I'm going to lose it all, or the dollar is going to get so far devalued that my retirement account will be worth nothing, then you need to turn
0: off the news. That's true. And get yourself a bunker.
2: Yes. Mm. That's where these people are heading. And I don't think it's healthy. I don't think it's realistic. And truthfully, if the whole thing's come crashing down, just take me. Let the good Lord just take me when I'm. I don't want to survive in this post-apocalyptic. Yeah. I'm with world. you. I'm going
0: to the beach. I'm so, gonna build myself a shanty, and uh, you know, I'll join off, you there. Live off the land. Yeah, uh, you know.
2: So, and we found also that actual wealthy people they don't hoard gold. They may have a little bit of precious metals, but I mean, Dave the only gold yourself, they have is on their wrist. Dave's wearing his watch, maybe a gold chain. Yeah, he's a chain guy. He's a chain guy. Yeah, like, I don't fact. think people realize that. He, he likes
0: it. the gold chain. It's always there. I've seen it. Ugh. So yeah, I would I would
2: avoid this. The other problem with gold is resale as well. Yeah. If you buy the gold for a certain price, you're not going to be able to necessarily sell it for that or more oh, soon true. after. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sticking to mutual funds in companies that you know have a good track record that will grow I like it. versus a fear-based
0: investment like gold. I love it. Good stuff. Let's go to Savannah now who joins us in Phoenix, Arizona. Savannah, how can we help?
5: Hello, yes. Um, my husband and I don't have any debt. We have 17000 in cash, and we are at the, at the beginning of step three. However, we need a truck. Um, I'm just wondering if Why we... Why do you need a truck? All this- yes, a truck.
0: Why? Why a truck? Um, I'm just curious. For
5: my husband's um, business. Okay. Yeah. Um, we need. So I'm wondering, um, how do we know how much we can afford for the truck? Do we spend all of the 17k on the truck and then start with step three
0: after? What kind of truck are we talking about? Because trucks are really expensive. They hold their value. Right. They're overpriced, in my opinion, right now. So what are you talking about?
5: Well, ideally, we'd want to just we would want to find a truck and just pay it all in cash. Um, my husband has other plans. He wants the Ford F150. Um, and he, arr, you know, arr, the prices arr, arr. he's looking at are in the thirty. What so. kind of
0: business does he have?
5: It's taxidermy.
0: Okay. Well, why does he need an F one fifty with all the bells and whistles for taxidermy?
5: Right. He doesn't. He just needs a truck with a with a bed.
0: Exactly. There's so a lot of thirty thousand dollars. I mean, I I listen. I could get on right now on this little computer here and find you trucks. That'll get him from A to B, and he can throw some dead animals in there or whatever it is that he does. The idea of just hauling dead
2: animals and then getting a really (laughs) nice vehicle to do that in is kind of hilarious to me. Right.
0: Agreed. You guys are out of debt. I wish he was on the phone with us right now, because you guys are out of debt. You're the beginning of Baby Step 3. You're so close that you don't want to just go blow it on a really fancy schmancy truck that he, quite frankly, doesn't need. But... If he puts it off and he gets a basic truck, let's say something in the ten, twelve thousand dollar range. Uh by the way, I just bought a fabulous George, a fabulous Ford Explorer for my son. Oh, nice. Uh and it has ninety thousand miles on it, twelve grand, fantastic condition, bought it from a lady that's in her late sixties. It can well be done, done, folks. It can be done. Yeah. He, he, he could get an SUV. Here's the point. He can get the nice truck later. You guys are so close. Don't go backwards right now by using all this cash on that truck. Yeah. Am I right, George? Yeah, this
2: money needs to be earmarked for your emergency fund, and then we'll begin saving up for this truck. So how soon does he need this truck? He
5: needs it by September
2: 1st. What, what happens on September 1st?
5: That's when um, all the hunts begin, and he needs to start picking up all the dead animals.
0: All right, I got a question. This is fascinating. I have ADHD, so full confession to everybody. Why can't they drop the animals off to him? They're the ones, I mean, I listen, my dad had two deer heads hanging in our house, you know, uh, when I was a kid, and I think he took the deer to the taxidermist. Why does he have to go pick them up?
5: Right. Um, so his business is based up in the White Mountains, kind of close to Sholo, Arizona, and we're living near Phoenix. Um, so it's the it's the traveling time to bring to pick up the mounts where he has them dropped off at, and then bring them down to oh, where we're at. Okay. okay. Well, I I'll give you see.
2: the parameters because I actually want to answer your question after we razzed you for the truck. So when it comes to buying a depreciating asset, a car, you want to make sure that everything with motors and wheels in it in your life is no more than half of your annual income. So what is your annual income?
5: Oof. Okay. Um, so I bring in 40 K. However, I'm just on maternity leave with the three week old. So it's going to be a little bit less this year. Okay. And then with his business, I would say, um, he just started this business, um, last fall. So, and I think thinking I think he's making 15 K with that. And then he'll, he'll pick up and sell insurance at, you know, in the winter time and his base pay will be 15 an hour.
2: Okay. So that's about 30 K a year there but he's only doing it part-time. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he needs to work full-time and do this on the side for now until he gets this thing kicked up. Because right now, it's going to be tough times for you guys on top of trying to save up to buy this truck. But I will tell you, right. uh, based on what you just told me, I'd get the cheapest truck possible. And I'm looking online right now, uh, actual reality. Yeah, me too. And you can get you know early 2000 for Ford F-150s for six grand, eight grand, even a 2010 for nine grand. That would be the ballpark you're looking at here. For a work truck to haul dead animals. So if he's getting all starry-eyed because he went to the dealership, he needs to slowly back away and keep his wallet tight where I can see it. Oh, I like that, George. Because he's about to make a real dumb decision buying a shiny brand new truck when he has a startup business that may not even make enough to feed his family while you're on maternity leave. So do not use the emergency fund for this. It is not an emergency. I don't care what he says. Scrounge up the eight or nine grand and get a used... Ford F150 or whatever truck but please please don't don't upgrade until he's got this business running and moving and you guys are making really good money
0: Really good stuff. I, I love this, just pulling up the used trucks for sale Well, reality Phoenix.
2: helps, because people go, "Can you can't find trucks under tw- uh, $28,000. Yes, you can. all kinds
0: of trucks. It's not the truck you want. Yeah. And guess what? Trucks still run 20 Ooh. years later. It's amazing how that works. Here's a Toyota Tundra, 182,000 miles. You know how long that'll run? It'll love run for 700,000 miles, I'm told. It will outlast me. You know, you and I, we'd never look good driving a truck. I take offense to that. Do you? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, Put me I don't in think a tundra. So. I don't know. We'll see. America needs to see it. All right. More of your calls coming up next. This is the Ramsey Show. Fake it till you make it. It's popular career advice, but it doesn't work for very long. If you don't love what you do, you can't fake the enthusiasm and energy you need to win at work. You also can't fake your physical health and energy. Everybody knows we should eat more fruits and veggies, but Fruit chews and veggie chips don't count. If you aren't winning physically, I promise you're limiting your opportunities to win professionally. Folks, I know you're going hard right now to pay off debt and get ahead professionally. You need another gear, and that's why Balance of Nature will help you. They help me. They give me the benefits of fresh, whole fruits and veggies in just seconds. The blend of 31 different fruits and veggies is powdered in an advanced process that locks in the nutrients. So go to balanceofnature.com and enter the promo code RAMSEY to get 35% off your first order and lock in a lifetime price as a preferred customer. That's balanceofnature.com with the promo code RAMSEY for 35% off your first order. This is The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. George Campbell joins me this hour. 888-825-5225 is the number. If you want to jump in on the conversation, we'll take your questions about money, your work situation, which affects your money, relationships that affect money, and beyond, 888-825-5225. Adrian's up next in, am I reading this right, Slatina, Romania? I don't know if I said that right, but we'll see. Adrian, how can we help?
6: Yep. Yeah. yeah that, that was about right. Um, oh. I have, um, I'm 24. Um, me and my wife, we both graduated university and I've been working at the same time for about six or seven years as a user interface designer. I'm making around $40,000 a year. Um, currently living in Romania, born and raised. Mm-hmm. Um, um, we're building our house cash only. We don't have any debt. Uh, we're doing that just from what I'm working because my wife is babysitting Uh at the moment. She, we have a one year old. Um, and I was just wondering how can I, um, you know, keep up with working, uh, providing for my family and keeping my dream alive, which my dream is to do as much, music as i can because i'm i'm a musician of core i've been raised with music and i love and and enjoy music in nice. general.
0: are and you a uh, I, are you a musician yeah. only or do you sing as well so are you playing an instrument what is it yeah i'm playing
6: the piano i'm singing and i'm also composing
0: wow and so let's let's let out the whole dream fifteen 20 30 years from now if you could snap your fingers and make it so what would that look like
6: um i would really love to to have as much meaningful music as possible uh into the world so people can enjoy it and can take comfort in it so you've got um, albums out good...
2: yeah T- walk us th- are you do you want to be an artist do you want to be touring do you want to compose for film be a little more specific
6: yeah um actually the the dream is um i i have a like a classical uh background in music and i'm doing all sorts of composition waltzes and um classical music basically okay, great. um
0: have you and gotten anything yeah. out so far have you put anything out whether it be on your own website have you gotten any contracts where you've written music uh for yeah. organizations or or uh musical theater or anything like that
6: yeah, I've actually um, recorded a single that's called Yesterday, and it's out on all uh, streaming
0: platforms. Sure. And how old are you again? 24. 24. Okay, so the question is, i got to take care of my family, and I want to keep this dream alive. And and I love that. I, I actually have, you know, I know what that's like. When I started into broadcasting, Adrian, I was 33, three little ones. Um running my own company, a very small business, and I had the exact same situation. So you're going to have to treat your music like I treated my broadcasting. I was getting basic experience, getting knowledge. So I was taking some training courses. I took a few broadcasting classes on the side. I I was running my business and working really hard to make sure that I was using my time wisely so that I had more time to go, again, audition at times. I had to audition. Uh, I was doing radio on Saturdays, you know, and so you just a little bit at a time, but you never stop. And so you, the main thing is the main thing, taking care of your family, and you've got it. You're doing it. I think, I would guess, even in Romania with this technology job, that you have the opportunity to climb the ladder financially. Is that true? Yeah, that's
6: true. I'm in the top.
0: Okay. So you want to keep climbing and keep taking care of the family, but keep producing music. And I would just challenge you to show your work, try to get yourself, not just put out your own music, but can you sign up? You know, can you get some clients where maybe you're scoring some music for local theaters, you know, national stuff? How can I get my work? I just ran into an old buddy, George, uh, by the name of Jim, won't say his last name, and hadn't seen him in years. And he has been scoring music for the National Nashville Symphony. He's, he does a lot of stuff all yeah. around the country, working from his home, scoring music, much like Adrian does. So Adrian, I want you to expand into trying to work more for other people because that's doing two things. You are doing the thing that you love, but you're getting paid for it. And then that allows you to stock stock stack up money so that long-term – Uh, you're going to have a lot more freedom to actually put more of your own stuff out. That's what I would tell you uh, on the work side. George, you want to add anything to that financially? Yeah,
2: well, as a a former musician, I mean, I still am a musician, but I was kind of doing what you were doing. I put some albums out there. I was doing live gigs, and it's still a, a love of mine. It's not something I wanted to pursue full time. But for you, I would say with the advent of the internet, on top of what Ken said, which is you know get connected to people who are actually in the craft getting paid to do it, and go to the places it's happening, the orchestras, wherever that is. But also, with the internet now, you can jump on to some amazing forums on, maybe there's a Reddit community, a Twitter community for this, start a TikTok account, an Instagram account, and start uploading videos of you playing and composing and breaking it down for people, show them behind the scenes. And you never know, you start to build an audience over there, and opportunities will start to happen for you. But you have to put yourself out there even more. You can't just upload a song to Spotify and go, well, didn't happen. You got to continue and persist for years, and uh, I wish you the best. Yeah, thank you for the great call. dream.
0: I love it. You got it. You're on your way, Adrian. Just don't quit. Best advice I could ever give someone who's got that kind of a dream. Let's go to Josh now in Lafayette, Louisiana. Josh, how can we help?
1: Hey, gentlemen, it's uh, it's good to be on with you. Thank you for taking my call. You bet. Uh, so the, my current situation is I have, as a, my family has, 30000 in debt, um, student loan and a van loan. As it stands right now, I'm a maintenance supervisor at a retirement facility, and I make 50000 per year, and I'm not getting anywhere ahead, and I've been mulling over different ideas of how to increase my income, and I was just, yes, I mean, I have some thoughts, but I was hoping to get your guys' insight on you know, avenues I could consider taking.
0: How how handy are you? I'm guessing you're fairly handy based on your job title?
4: Yes, yeah.
0: If it were me and I were you, and I'm the least handy guy you've ever met in your life, okay, I can barely <laughs> use a screwdriver or a hammer, you know, that, that's dangerous. But yeah. I would be looking for handyman jobs, odd jobs, you know, stuff that you can do on the side, keep your main gig. But because, you know, people need stuff fixed all the time, uh, there's a premium there, man. I just paid a sizable amount of money, Ken,
2: for a handyman that was at my house for the last couple of days. Right. And let me tell you, Josh, you could double your income. That's exactly right. Because these handymen, they're not charging $20 an hour.
0: No. They're charging 50 60 even $90 an hour Right. to do basic things. Yeah. I mean, Josh, if you, so that means you could find another facility that may not be able to pay you full time, but maybe they pay you half. And you come and mm-hmm. fix their stuff at night and
2: weekends. And you live in a neighborhood, I assume, right? Yes, I do. If you've got a Facebook group or you leave little hangers on the door yeah. and you say, hey, I live in the neighborhood, I do handyman work, yeah. here's yeah. my rate, would love That's to right. help. You do one good job and the neighbors are all telling, you got to hire Josh. That's oh my exactly gosh, he's the best. right. He was professional, <laughs> right, he showed up on uh, time, and you can charge easily 50, 60 bucks an hour.
1: Can I ask you guys a question on something else i had been
0: considering? Real quick, we got about a minute and a half.
4: Yeah, sure.
1: Uh, I was also thinking, uh, I am, I had considered getting an LLC and opening up handyman work on the side. I had considered getting a real estate license. I figured that'd be a good way to get some additional work, moonlighting after work, and then also maybe market myself as a, as a handyman. Is that even a practical thought?
2: I think it's going to take a lot of time and money, and unless it's something you're really passionate about, I wouldn't do it as easy money because that is real estate is nothing but getting yeah. started.
0: And, but if that's something got you it. really want to do long term, then you wouldn't want to make that transition. But I've talked to a lot of great real estate pros and coaches of real estate pros. At some point, you got to go all in on that, to that for that to work. I like you stacking cash doing what you already do very very well without having to pay for more schooling and licensing yeah you're not paying anything you're just counting your money baby and getting ahead we're really proud of you josh you're on your way sir hang up the phone start calling people hey george campbell good hour james childs our fearless leader thank you sir and the team behind the glass thank you america for listening this is the ramsey show Hey, it's Ken. If you love the show and want a deeper dive on your money journey, we have a weekly newsletter that gives you trending and helpful articles and tips on following the Ramsey way. Go to RamseySolutions.com today to sign up for our newsletter. Again, that's RamseySolutions.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter.
2: Hey, it's James, producer of The Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services you heard about during this episode. Thanks for listening.